You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. here any last two weeks, amen, what, a, what an awesome time we've been having, amen, with our guest speakers, amen, I was kind of, I was able to just uh, relax and receive myself these last two weeks and have a, a couple Sundays off, amen, but uh, it's just been awesome what God has been doing here in our church, hallelujah, especially, like I said, the last couple weeks with Pastor Abraham saying, and when he message, uh, ministered the message, speak to that thing, hallelujah, how many are speaking to that thing still? Come on, you, you got to speak to it till it shuts up, amen. And so, he, you know, he brought a great message to Pastor Jason's last week, let the river take you. Come on, how many took a dip in the river, hallelujah? Come on, is it still taking you? You know, and so it's, those are parts, we don't want to go ankle deep. Come on, we don't want to go knee deep or even waist deep. How many know we got to take, we got to go all in. And so we got to take that plunge, and as you do that, as he ministers so powerfully that the rivers will take us wherever God leads us. Amen? This is where we trust God. Come on, tell your neighbor, trust God. See, God, if, if, if you are really looking at what's going on in our church, God is really setting you guys up. There's a setup. God is going to move. That's why I say when you look at the person's face earlier, they're going to be different two weeks from now. That something's going to happen if you... Truly believe and know that he's God. Amen. I believe that if you go into this conference, that God, I want to know you a little more. I want to know you a little bit more intimate. And I believe that the Lord will show up for you and show how good he is and who he really is in your life. You know, God is leading us to an oasis. Amen. Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus is waiting for you at the well. He's waiting for you. He's cut through the desert. He came through, he's cutting through Las Vegas instead of going around Las Vegas. If you know the story of the Samaritan woman, amen, Jesus cut through Samaria. And that's not something that the Jews did. They went around Samaria because they did not like the Samaritan people. They were a hated race, amen. And so here Jesus cut through. Come on, this is not sin city. This is God's city, hallelujah. So he stopped, he stopped in Las Vegas, and he's meeting us at the well. He's waiting for us at Eastside Cannery, already for you. He's already getting ready to do something in your life. Come on, he's coming, he's preparing us, amen, and he's waiting for us at the well. I'm here to let you know, church, that refreshment times are coming. I said refreshment times are coming, hallelujah. Here in the desert, amen, during the summer months, we get hit with the monsoons. How many know what the monsoons are? Come on, this is where we get some rain during the heat. Come on. But I'm here to declare to you today that the rain is coming to cool you off from the heat. 
Oh, nobody's excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, anybody going through some heat right now? Come on, anyone going through a fire, a storm? Oh, my. Hallelujah. Come on, any going through, through some battles? Come on, there are times, amen, you just want to get refreshed. There are times that say, man, when is this going to end? Come on, when is it? Yeah, it's hot, hallelujah. Come on, we thought it was already ending and the heat came back. We were like, oh, no, come on, 109, I don't, I, we don't, it, we just shut down. You start doing things and you shut down in this heat, amen, but I'm here to declare that the rain is coming, amen. Uh, how many need some cooling off? Well, the rain is coming, church. Pastor Jason talked about the river. Sometimes it's great to take a dip. But how many know we need some rain upon our storm? Rain upon the fires that come in, in our lives and the battles that we face. We need some rain. You see, there are different types of rains. There's the light rain. There's the heavy rain, the, the hail, the snow. There are rainstorms. Come on, we hear of a hurricane that's about to hit Miami. Florida, amen, a, a, a hurricane that's going there. So, come on, have you ever heard the term, it's raining what? Cats and dogs out there, amen. Uh, come on, those are the downpours. Uh, come on, a mighty rushing winds. This is where the winds come in. Uh, the water just starts to come down, amen. Uh, hurricanes bring a lot of rain. I believe the rain that's coming is a rain that's going to bring a rain of cleansing, Come on, it's going to be a steady rain, uh, an outpouring, amen, a refreshing, uh, a flooding of our soul rain. It's a rain of freedom, church. Come on, somebody. How many want to be set free in this place? I don't know if you ever saw the movie Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. You, you heard about Shawshank. <laughs> you know, I... It's a great movie. I mean, I, I got to watch it when it comes on TNT because some of the language inside of there, but a great movie. If you know the story, he was framed and convicted of a crime that he did not do. And he's in jail and prison for all X amount of years and he makes a breakout and he goes through the sewer system. And it shows a scene of him going through miles of, of a sewer system. I, I think it was like three football fields long to get into to, to he broke out, and, and it, was, it, was, it was four? Five, five, hallelujah. I mean, five football fields crawling through sewer to freedom. And it shows at the end of that sewer, amen, he breaks through, and there's a thunderstorm going on during that time. And he shows him coming out. He goes into the river, amen, takes a dip, amen, gets up, and he's raising his hands up as the rain is coming out. And he's feeling refreshed. And he's feeling free. Come on, somebody. This is the kind of rain that I'm talking about. Come on, have you ever stood under your shower after a rough day? Come on, will you just put your hand on the wall and just like, whew, you, just, you, you don't want nobody to bother you. You're just standing there as, as the water or the shower head is just coming over you. Sometimes you'll stay there for a little extra longer. Because in that place, it's just quietness refreshment, and you can just take a deep breath. There's no problems there. It's just you, God, and rain. Don't it feel refreshing when you do things like that? I mean, there's times where I'll, I'll just jump into my pool, and I'll clean it, and, I'll, and it's just hot, and it's been hot. But you know what? The water looks pretty good right now. And I just, what I do, 
I don't go ankle deep. I don't sit at the edge and put my feet in there and just, yeah. You know, I don't go knee deep. I don't go ankle, uh, waist deep. I don't walk into, the, into the, my pool. I jump into that pool. And let me tell you, when I come in that water and come back out, Andy Dufresne, free, blessed, and refreshed. Somebody say free, blessed, refreshed. It's a rain that's going to refresh those, listen church, that have been faithful. Working hard for years, plowing and sowing, sowing and plowing, standing. Come on, anybody standing? Uh, come on, anyone here believing? Uh, come on, anyone here declaring amen uh, for something in their lives? Uh, it's for those, uh, those things for your marriage, amen, uh, things in your home, uh, things for your children, a uh, healing. Come on, somebody say yes. These are times this rain will bring healing. It's in this rain that you're praying for your family, your friend's salvation, that that breakthrough that you've been waiting for comes. Well, I'm here to declare to you, the rain is coming. Come on, the rain is coming, church. It's a rain that's calling the world. It's the rain that's calling the backslider home. Come on, it's the rain that refreshes the church. It's the rain that brings the new. Somebody say the new. Come on, it's the rain that reminds us of the promises of God because we have stood throughout the years, amen, that this promise still stands, amen. Come on, that great is thy faithfulness, amen. Come on, everything that you've been believing for, standing for, amen, it's going to come through the rain, church. And if you just got here, or you're new in faith, it's a rain that's going to sustain you. Come on, somebody say yes. There's a move of God, church, that's coming to the church. It's like the day of Pentecost. But it's different, amen, in a way that's never seen before. There will be creative miracles in this rain. There will be salvation in mass amounts in this rain, not just in one place, but in several places, all at the same time. It is a church global growth, church. It's coming. I'm here to, it's coming, church. You got to be ready. And for those who have stood in the Lord and those standing here today, here's a word for you today. Thus saith the Lord. It's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. This is what God will say to you today. Come on, it says, let us not be weary. I feel that today, in the church today, there are people that are weary. Come on, people that are tired. Anybody tired here? Come on, let's be honest. Come on, we're weary, we're, we're tired, we're, we're trying to do this, this thing, we're trying to do the God thing, we're trying to do the Jesus thing, we're trying to be the disciple of Christ, we're trying to live right, we're trying, come on, but we're getting tired, we're getting weary for some of us, amen. He says, let us not get weary in well-doing, for in due season, somebody say due season, come on, in due season at the proper time, and there is no proper time than right now, church. 
We shall reap, it says. Come on, we shall reap, not maybe, not might, not for just some. I shall. Somebody say, I shall. It says, we shall reap a harvest if we faint not. In other words, if you give up not. See, some of you guys are ready to give up. Some of you guys say, you know, I'm, I'm done with this Jesus thing. I'm, I'm done with the church thing. I'm done with this thing. Amen. You're growing weary. You're growing tired. And God is saying, don't grow tired. Don't grow weary. Your season is coming. I said, your season is coming. See, I believe that we as a church should always be advancing the kingdom of God. Come on. This is part of being still, church. Did you know that? Still doesn't mean shut down. You're going through a storm, you're going through a trial, people shut down. There's a shutdown that happens in the church, amen, because you're tired and because you're weary. And you've been through this battle and it says like, God, another fight. God, another storm. God, another, another trial. And we're going through the motions, amen. And we're getting weary. We're getting tired. But then we stop advancing the kingdom of God. See, being still don't mean shut down. Be still means keep doing what you're doing even through the midst of the storm. You got to be still. Still doesn't mean action of still. Still means you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. You keep coming to church. You keep believing. You keep trusting. You keep going forward. You keep claiming. You keep declaring. You keep standing. Amen. You don't shut down. You keep doing. Can somebody say amen? In the Bible, in Matthew chapter 11 and 12, it says the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. Come on, there is a violent that is rising up in our world today, church. It's time for the violent of the kingdom of God to rise as well. It's time for us as a church is to be still and know that he is God. Though we should always be doing this, though we should always do the right thing in advancing the kingdom of God, I believe that there are seasons, church, that God moves in a special and powerful way. You know what that's called, church? It's called revival. Somebody say revival. It's called revival, church. It's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's a great awakening. It's a move just like it was recorded throughout the church's history. There's been history of revival. This church came out of a revival. This church was birthed in revival, church. Come on. Uh, in the city of Maywood, amen. It started out uh, over 40-something years ago, and we're standing here today uh, because of a midst of a revival. Cultures, listen, are changed in this reign. Nations are transformed in this reign. People, listen, are never the same in this reign. Come on, take a good look at your neighbor, because in two weeks, they're going to be different. Let me check you out, bro. It's going to be something different. I'm serious. If you really believe it, somebody say yes. You got to believe it. You got to claim it. If you're not believing it right now, it's not going to happen for you. 
But if you go in that mindset and say, you know what, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to go meet Jesus at the well. I want a transformation. I want to change God. I want an encounter God. I want to be refreshed God. And it's going to happen at the well, Lord. You're waiting for me. And God, it's my turn. Breakthrough is mine. Somebody say breakthrough is mine. Ain't you sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired? Same old thing every day, amen, that's your life. Don't accept that life, amen. God didn't give you that life. The world gave you that life. Choices you made gave you that life. It's time to start believing and claiming God's word over your life, amen, that you can be a child of God and reap on the promises of God. It's time to get mad and violent for the kingdom of God. It's time to tell the devil, shut up. Say that, shut up. I know you know how to say shut up. I know each one of you know how to say shut up. But we sometimes say shut up to the wrong thing. We say shut up to people that are coming with us and for us, amen. Come on, we need to say shut up to the enemy and say, you know what? You're no longer punking me. Shut up, devil. Come on, shut up. Leave my kids alone. Leave this alone. Shut up. Get a little ad. Shut up. Come on, I know you know how to do that in the world, man. People got you mad. Shut up. Some of you guys, you got to bring that little, that, that little, ugh. I don't know what preacher says. Sometimes we get saved, we can become wimps. I think Pastor Abraham says that. When we shut down, we come. You're not a wimp. Come on, you're not a wimp, amen. You're a child of God, amen. And you have authority to use his name that in the name of Jesus, shut up and get out. I like doing that in the morning. Woo, get me up in the morning, get me going, devil. Woo, give me a little coffee, man. I'm done, amen, with you. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Some of you guys don't even know what Donkey Kong is, amen. Shows how old I am, amen, hallelujah. Shut up. I'm here to let you know that God has done it before, and God will do it again. And again, and again, and again, and again. He does not stop, church. Just because you're going through a trial, and maybe you feel like you're shutting down, God is telling you to be still, because I'm about to do something in your life. In the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 17 says, that in the last days, somebody say last days, how many know that we're living in the last days? If you, if you really don't believe that, we are. Come on, we've been living, come on. It, the time frame doesn't matter. A day to the Lord is like a thousand years, a thousand years is like a day. It's coming quickly, church. I mean, I've been here for 18 years, and it's like, man, it went like that. Boom. I remember just starting the church in 2001, and, and here we are in 2019. It's like, went boom. It's like, boom, 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 grow, gray. Old, <laughs> like that. It says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Did you notice it says, all people. At the same time, in different places, all over the world. See, the Lord is the Lord of the harvest. How many believe that? He knows how to yield 
or how to produce the greatest harvest from any given generation. When it looks the darkest, and it looks pretty dark sometimes in our world, that is when God shows up, and that's when God makes his move. Generations have grown tired of darkness. People become disillusioned or dissatisfied about sin. There's people sinning today, they're not even happy. You know any of those people? Come on, they're miserable, amen. And come on, they're, they're doing all that sin, amen. They're still not satisfied. They're becoming people in the world that are not happy. They're worried and they're confused. Listen, spiritual famine gives way to spiritual hunger. And that hunger turns into desperation. And that desperation turns into seeking. When we seek, church, listen, when we seek, God responds. When we seek, church, we find. Come on, when you are desperate, church, and you start seeking God, he starts moving on your behalf. When you are desperate enough, amen, and start calling on the name of Jesus, amen, and start searching the scriptures and start seeking him in prayer, my God, your God shows up. He shows up in desperate situations. He shows up when people of God call upon him. What took place in our city October 1st, amen. Uh, come on, when that shooting took place, amen. There was a people, there was a desperation uh, in the streets of Las Vegas. But at that time, I believe that there were people of God that started to seek him, amen. And God showed up. God showed up in the midst of disaster. Lives were saved in the midst of disaster, even though lives were lost. Many more could have been lost, but my God showed up. He moves in desperation. He moves when you get desperate and start to seek him with all your heart, soul, and mind. That's why people are coming. That's why people are peeking inside the church. Because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm done. I remember at the end of my life, I was done. When I hit my crossroad, I was done. I was like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm sick and tired of this. I don't want to... I don't want this image. I don't want this. I don't want, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with all the drugs. I'm done with the alcohol. I'm done with all this. I'm done, 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 done. I just want my life. I just want my wife. I want my kids. I, I don't want to lose nothing, God. I'm done. There has to be something in some point in your life where you got to say, there has to be more. Than this. It has to be more than what I'm going through. It has to be more than what I'm, how I'm living. It has to be more. There has to be more. There has to be something of a meaning to life than this. But while we wait as a church for the rain church, we must, say I must. We must not be idled. But stay focused and keep doing and staying busy in God. And learning how to be still. See, in those times, church, we cannot shut down. We have to keep doing. We got to stay busy. That's what still means, that you continue to do. Still do what you need to do. Even in the midst of what's happening right now, we are seeing a growth. 
We are seeing the backslider taking a peek. We are seeing people get saved. Nevertheless, amen, there is nothing like an outpouring than the Holy Spirit. A fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit that flows. That's God's reign. But we must stay busy. Got to be busy, church. Don't shut down. Don't stop doing. Well, Pastor, you know, I can't serve right now because I'm going through a trial. Well, I'm so sorry that you're going through a trial. I'm going through a trial. I don't, I don't shut down. Come on, you, you got to get up. Tell the devil, you're not going to have this over me. I'm going to keep doing what I need to do. I'm going to keep being who I need to be. Come on, I, I'm going to be a good father. I'm going to be a good husband. I don't shut down and say, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like being a good husband to you right now. I'm going through a trial, babe, all right? So I'm going to be mean and nasty to you. What is that? We got to trust God, church. We got to be still in God, and you got to continue to stay busy. Uh, come on, Galatians 6 9 says, Don't get tired, don't lose heart, don't get weary in doing the good. Continue to stay busy, continue to be still. Listen, even in your busyness, we can lose our first love. How many know that we can be busy for God, but not in love with God? So busyness is not, is you, there has to be a combination of the both, church. Revelation chapter 2, 2 to 5 says this. This is a, the Lord speaking over the churches, amen. He says, I know all the things that you do. How many know that God knows everything? He says, I know all the things you do. I've seen your hard work. I've seen your patience, endurance. I, I know that you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined those who claim to say they're apostles, but are not. You have discovered they're liars. You have patiently suffered with me without quitting. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me, and you don't love each other as you did first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the work that you did first. If you don't repent... I will come and remove the lampstand from its place among the churches. I don't know about you, but I don't want our church to be that church. I want the lampstand there. I want the light going. So we can get busy, church, but without love. Because it's not flowing from our hearts. The things that we do is because God is so good to us. And God... I'm going to suffer with you. I'm going to go through my trials. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm not going to stop being who I need to be. I'm going to serve. I'm going to preach. Imagine if he just came up here Sunday and said, you know what? I don't feel like preaching today. <laughs> you guys can go home. Thanks for your offering. I wonder if many of you will come back and say, oh, pastor's just having a bad day. Let's be honest. I can't do that. I have a responsibility. I have dedicated my life to the Lord. 
Come on, there was no strings attached. You know, sign up, get saved, problem-free life. Who wants to join? If that was the case, the whole world would be in here. But it's not that because the Bible still says, you know what, in this life, you're going to have troubles. In this life, you're going to first face persecution. You're going to go through some things. It doesn't say that you're never going to have any problems. Come on, anybody here ever stop having problems since you gave your life to Jesus? <laughs> Come on, why don't you stand up because you're a liar and we're going to pray for you. <laughs> Come on, I go through trials. I go through storms. I go through what you feel. Jesus felt what you felt. He went through things, yet he kept his eyes on the cross. He kept focus. We got to keep focus. You know what? I dedicated. He dedicated his life to me. Now I got to dedicate my life back to him. In the suffering, in the pain, whatever comes my way, God, I'm done. With that, I'm in with you. We keep doing what we need to do. Right? For life, right? For life, eh? This is it, eh? I don't even know why I'm saying that. I was never even a homeboy before. <laughs> I'm just talking some language to you guys there. Amen. <laughs> I'm done, man. I was done. God is all I need. That's all I need. I, I have found. I have met him at the well. And he told me everything about me. And I... My eyes were open, and I saw who he was. And nothing in life can ever take that away from me. I am sold out for Jesus. I'm, that's it, man. I, I found it. I found the truth. And the truth will what? Set you? I'm free. Why am I going to go back to bondage? I found the truth. I have the key that unlocks any time, anything that tries to wrap itself around me. Click. I don't think so. Not today. Uh -huh. I, got it. I, got, I got it. I got the key. Whatever you try to shackle me, devil, you, you, can't, you can't keep me down. You may, you, may, you may get a little dizzy. I may get, whoa, that was, a, that was a good punch there. All right. But I retain my, my, my focus again, and the fight goes on. We, we, we keep fighting, church. Armor all the time. Armor's meant to go forward, not backwards. There's no protection back there. You turn around, the devil kicks you. <laughs> you got to fight you got to fight him full force advancing the kingdom of God. Can somebody say amen? But we must continue to plow the ground, church. Plow the land. Uh, come on, we've been plowing going on 18 years strong here in Las Vegas. Come on, somebody. Come on, we will continue to plow the land, plant the seed, but we have to learn to be still and know that he's God. When we continue to do this, church, because the rain is coming, you got to grab a hold of this, church. When it rains, and it's going to rain, we're going to reap a harvest. You may be here and say, you know what, I've been plowing, I've been sowing seed, and nothing. You ever felt like that? Come on. We're going and we're doing the motion, but nothing's changing. It's still the same. God's telling you, be still. 
We must not grow tired and weary, not lose heart. Like I said, we are going 18 years strong now. The church of Jesus Christ is 2,000 years strong. Amen. It's not going to stop, church. We will continue to go forward and continue adding years. We've been plowing. We've been sowing. And the rain is coming. And when the rain comes, church, the Holy Ghost showers come. And the Holy Ghost fire comes. And the Holy Ghost power comes when it rains on us. We shall, church, not maybe, but we shall reap a harvest. How many are waiting for a harvest? Raise your hand if you're raise, waiting for a harvest. Come on, you got to indicate things to God. You got to tell the devil. The devil can't read your mind. You got to tell the devil, I'm waiting for my harvest. I'm done with you, devil. I'm waiting for my harvest. I'm believing in God. You're a liar. You're a father of lies. I'm believing on my father. Come on, he's the truth. Come on, let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. Come on, I'm waiting on my God. Amen. He's coming through because his word says so. Amen. Come on, his promises are true. Amen. Come on, they're right here, but you got to hang on to them. See, there are promises, but let me tell you, the promises are not released because there's principles attached to them. If you don't do the principles, you don't get the promise. You've got to do what the Lord says in order for the promise to come or your harvest to come, church. We're going to reap a harvest. We've got to stay busy. Don't lose your first love. You ever lost your love? Hmm? Let's be honest. If we, didn't, if we didn't lose our love, amen, we'd be, come on, there'll be no backsliders. I'm a backslider. I lost my first love. Come on, I, I lost. But thank God that God is a God of second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth. Whatever chances every time you come. But don't lose your love. You got to have it in your heart, man. You got, oh, I love Jesus. Hallelujah. Got to say that. You ever say that? What do you say when at the church? I love Jesus. Come on, by yourself drinking that coffee. After I kick the devil out, I'm telling him to shut up. I'm drinking, I'm drinking coffee with Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I give him that little face. I love you. He grabs my head and messes up my hair. Well, he can't do it now. But even with God, I tell me, hey, watch the hair. Watch the hair. But I love you, Lord. Sometimes, I look, man, do you ever just thank God just to thank him? When you wake up, it's like, man, thank you, Lord. God, you're good. Those are, those are just moments when you're just in love with the Savior, despite of what's even going on in your life. It changes your attitude. It changes the perspective. It changes everything when you love church. See, I'm overwhelmed with expectations. I'm overwhelmed with excitement, church. Overwhelmed with what the Lord is about to do. Let me tell you, church, we are in due season. Anybody do? Anybody overdue? <laughs> come on, I'm way overdue. God, God, come on, you got to pour out something here. Come on, we sometimes it's overdue, but we're in due season, amen. We're going to meet Jesus at the well, amen. And we're going to know through this conference that he is 
God, amen. He is God Almighty. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the bright and morning. He's everything. You're going to find out who he is. The land has been plowed. The seeds have been planted, amen. And we're starting to see the fruit of our labor. Look around. The fruit of the labor is here. The Lord of the harvest is here. I can't wait for Friday night. I told, I, I told you this before. I can't wait to hit that altar and worship God there at Eastside Cannery. I'll be at the altar. If anyone wants to join me there, amen, come and join me. Let's just get crazy. Holy Ghost crazy, man. Come on, get excited, man. Yell all you want. Let, let them hear downstairs. Is there gambling? Jesus, what's that? <laughs> let them get convicted. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be awesome, man? I heard someone praising God up here, and I got to come to see what was going on here. And give you all my winnings. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a saved man right there. Hallelujah. Come on, church. We've been plowing. And we will still plow. And we will still plant. Because the rain is coming. Our harvest. Say, say my harvest. Our harvest is around the corner, church. Can you see the rain? Can you see the rain? See, there's times that we have signs that we can see the rain. We can see the raindrops on our, on our, our windshield as we're driving. We can see it on, on, the, on, our, on our windows in our homes. I mean, we can see the rain as we go outside, but can you see the rain? In 1 Kings chapter 18, 45, when Elijah told his servant to go out and see. Go out and check it out and see. And, but the servant says, I, I see nothing. In 1 Kings 18, 43, it says, then he told his servant, go and look out towards the sea. And the servant went and looked. And when he, he returned to Elijah and said, I didn't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go out. Or go back and look. It took seven times, church, to finally, he finally got it. It took seven times uh, to remove his doubt. It took seven times to remove his sin. It took seven things, uh, seven times, amen, to remove the things in his life so that he can see. And he finally saw the rain coming. It took the Israelites to march around Jericho seven times on that last day before the walls came crashing down. Seven times around Jericho being still to finally see and know that he was God. Listen, you cannot see the rain, listen, if you're not living righteous. Before revival comes, an individual must repent. A church must repent. Psalm 17, 15 says this, As for me, I will see your face in righteousness, and I shall be satisfied when I'm awake in your likeness. The New Living Translation says this, Because I am righteous, I will see you. When I'm awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. I'm satisfied, church. But it takes righteous living and faith, listen, to see the rain. And I will tell you as a pastor, go out and see. Because the rain is coming.
See, right after the servant saw, rain came. If we go to the story back in 1 Kings 18, 44 to 45, it says this as I'm closing. The seventh time. Somebody say the seventh time. Maybe some of you guys are first time. Maybe some of you guys are going out a second time. Maybe you guys are there for the third time. Whatever it is, you got to keep on going out till you finally see. This is on the seventh time. The servant says, I see a small cloud the size of a human fist coming from the sea. Where he saw nothing, now he sees something. Come on, we go outside. I don't see nothing. I see heat. I see troubles. I, I see all the stuff. All we're doing is focusing on our situation. And God said, I want you to look in the supernatural and see. Stop looking at what's obvious and start looking at the supernatural part of me and start looking at the things I'm about to bring in your life, says God. Don't, don't look at your circumstances because if you look at circumstances, you're going to find them. If you look for trouble, you're going to find trouble. If you're looking at all the situations that you're facing right now and say, man, nothing's changing, that's all you see. God says, go out and look for the rain. He says, I see a cloud the size of a human fist coming from the sea. Elijah told his servant, go to Ahab and tell him to get his chariot ready and go now. Go home now. Otherwise, the rain will stop him. Shortly after, the sky was filled with darkness, and the winds began to blow, and soon a heavy rain began to fall. I'm here to let you know, church, the rain's coming. The rain's coming. Once you see, the rain will come quickly. And your harvest will come fast. But you got to see. Who knows what God is going to do in my life, your life, our church, when we meet him at the well. Who knows what's going to happen, amen. But are you going with expectations? Are you going with a hunger in your spirit? Are you going because you're living right before the Lord? And say, God, I'm clean. I'm right. I want to receive. But if you've been plowing and sowing and planting, you've been doing that for a consistent amount of time, I'm here to let you know it's time to reap. If you've been sowing bad seed, it's time to sow some good seed. It's time to stop doing the bad and start doing the good. Because at a proper time, you're going to reap a harvest. And through this church, you're going to know God a little more. How many want to know God more? Come on, how many, you know, not know about him, but know him. Know him. My wife, I know her. She knows me. I can look at her. I said, you're thinking the same thing, huh? We feel each other. I, I know her. I don't know, I don't know just about her, but I know her. We, 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 we. We think alike. I know her. I know what she's thinking. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> we, 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 I, I know her. I know her intimately. I know her. That's what God wants. He wants you to know him intimately. You know him. Okay, guys, I know what you're thinking here. This is what I got to do. 
This is how I got to do. This is what I got to do right here. That's, that's the intimacy I'm talking about. God is just knowing him, not just about him. See, there's a lot of people that know about God, but they're still not living right. The devil knows about God. It's righteous living. It's getting personal. It says those, those times that you have with him, that you get to know him more and more and more. Each day, it should be something new with God. Each day, it should blow your mind like, oh, man, this is, this is cool. Oh, man, God, you're just too good. But God, you just, man, you just, you never cease to amaze me of who you are. We're never going to know everything about him. But we've got to know him. One day, man, we're going to be in his presence and we're going to see all of him. What a day that's going to be when you finally see your Savior face to face and say, man, thank you for saving my life. Thank you for putting my marriage back together. Thank you for delivering me from drugs and all. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my life and giving me a right mind. Thank you. Come here. Give me a high five. <laughs> high five God. Wouldn't that be awesome? High fiving God. That's what I'm going to do. Then I'm going to look for other people. I want to talk to Paul. Man, Paul, you're radical. I'm going to look for those that have gone before us. Pastor Mike Neville waiting for us, waiting for his church. Thank you, Pastor, for coming to Maywood. Thank you. Thank you for those that have trail, uh, made the trail for us, or the trailblazers that have gone before us, the witnesses, the cloud of witnesses that are cheering for you right now. Come on, don't give up. Make it. Keep on going. It's beautiful over here. I want to see the land flowing with milk and honey. I want, I want, to, I want to go to my, my mansion in the sky, my room. You guys are all invited for a barbecue right when we get there. Amen. Come on. We're going to have a great time. Let's all stand up.